Hey guys, JK here. I want to take a quick second before we start our podcast here to tell you some things that we're really excited about. We listen and we love our conversations that we start. And I want to continue to provide you with practical application for you to take action in your life and lead in your life. So we've launched our new content called the JK Download. It's on the website go there, joshkalinowski.com. This is where we're going to share exclusive training and downloadable templates. We've already got stuff up there. We're excited. We'll be releasing new ones as well by the end of this year and going into the new year. Uh, This stuff is here to empower you and to help motivate you to overcome those obstacles in your life. You can even subscribe and get it in your inbox. Go to joshkalinowski.com. People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm going to take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you. You feel you're talented in that. Pursue that. Who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. And uh, what are you doing? You, you, you messing with my stuff now? No, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I was just I was just watching. Oh yeah, it's, I am recording by the way. I, I know, I, which is a huge <laughs> win for us. We have we have we've, we've we've hit the record button and we are uh, recording this episode. So that's always really good because there have been times, buddy, that I have not done that and we've wasted an entire <laughs> podcast just for ourselves to talk about. Yeah, listen, you're the captain of this ship. I'm just making sure she's still floating. That's well, all. it's not. I've not been a very good captain sometimes. <laughs> hey guys, we've got uh, James Rivera back in the studio, man. I just love having you next to me, my man. Uh, I'm. Yeah, it's just good to have you. It's dude. good. It's I always say this. It's good to be here. But seriously, it is so good to be here. And I, I want to take just an opportunity because, you know, you and I talked about this. I'm going to say a year ago now, mm-hmm. and we th- this podcast we have to really shoehorn this into our into our schedules. It's not something that we we have time set aside for. Right. And sometimes our schedules just don't mesh. And so because of that, you're in here doing them alone, or you'll you'll bring in guests or whatever. But this is a real treat for me. I, we, it's, a, it's an opportunity for you and I to sit down and kind of share our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when we're sharing our thoughts, we get a lot of stuff out there. And we, I think we have grown uh, as, as coworkers and, and as leaders mm-hmm. just from doing these. So, so there's a huge win in those, and, and I'm always grateful to be here. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, man. I, I feel the same. And this is a really great platform for me to make up words. So I really like that, and I know that you uh, continually uh, record those and, and document those as well, too. So There's a few. When, yeah, there is at least a page for sure. But I will promise you that some of those words are actually becoming real words in our society, I promise. I think that. if you use them enough, they will yeah, be. I think electronical is officially a word, by the way. <laughs> electronical, that's it's, great. It's a great word it's out a there. Good one. You should use it. Ra- you should use it randomly, and uh, uh, you should use it just in really weird situations and see what people's reactions are. Yeah, so if Webster's, if you're listening, get electronical added. Exactly. All right. Well, hey, listen, um, as, as I talked to you guys a couple weeks ago, we had our leadership retreat. We did an all-company retreat, and uh, man, it was an awesome uh, event. It was an awesome time to get together. Uh, Of course, it just always reminds me of the importance of being intentional with uh, your internal leaders and those that you want to uh, start leading in your organization. And uh, man, it was awesome. It was exhausting. We had fantastic conversations. We had hard conversations. And I want to dive into that more today because we do have James here who had a personal... um, 
uh, he had a really personal leadership retreat. This is, uh, this is the first year that really that I was saying that the finger was being pointed at you more than it was anyone else. And, you know, as a leader, we have to be prepared for that. You bet. You know, in the previous years, it was one finger, or it was many fingers pointed at one person, and that was typically me. And as you've stepped into a more authoritative role, um, you're starting to see some of the responsibilities that come with it. And the fact that fingers will be pointed at you more and more, uh, and how you have to react to that, how you have to manage that, um, how you have to lead through that. Um, that is a, an awesome opportunity for growth, but is a real painful opportunity uh, to sit and and uh, and just kind of take it to a certain point. Yeah. So I'm still still working through the PTSD from yeah, that. Right. I, don't, I don't doubt it, buddy. I so, don't doubt it, man. Hey, you know, here was the deal. I I went to that leadership treat, retreat and I had a plan, right? And you know, there, there's this whole saying that says everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, right? Man, all plans went out the window. And, you know, here's the thing. Without getting too deep into this, we, we went up there and we were trying to solve some specific problems uh, that we were dealing with uh, within our company. And, you know, you and I had kind of, we kind of strategized on how we were going to keep those conversations moving forward. So I was 100% focused. I was feeling good about it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, partway through the, the leadership retreat, I find out that, you know, maybe those problems that we were trying to fix were my problems, right? Yeah. And we've talked about this on on other podcasts where you asked at the previous leadership retreat a year ago, you had asked a question, what do you guys know about me that I don't know about me that I need to know about me, Mm -hmm. right? And what it was is it was that for me, but I didn't ask. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You did not voluntarily ask for them to start to tell you all the things that you needed to know that you didn't know. (laughs) And I did. And, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay it out there. And what, what we realized, and, and I think maybe you weren't as surprised as I was, but I, I was trying to mask my, my shock. But what, what we found out was, you know, one of a couple of the agents in our midst said, Hey, you know, we we understand where this company's going, but we also understand that there are people in the company who maybe aren't 100% on board in following James's leadership in this company. Mm-hmm. And talk about a pop with a wet towel, man. I mean, it was like a shocker. And I was like, oh, and so, you know, I kind of composed myself and I'm like, tell me more about that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then it was great because, you know, and I knew you, you jumped right in. You said, all right, hey, let's let's talk about, you know, who's having these struggles. Let's talk about why they're having these struggles. And we really got into it. And at the end of the day, it was. It was stuff that I needed to know that I didn't know. Yeah. And that's the, the only way we could get there is by having those very, very intentional conversations, those very hard conversations, and dragging away all the surface crap yeah. to get to that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, and I think that one of the things that was uncovered there uh, was the big gap that I I recognize, the big gap that I know that we took away from that, I know that you took away from that, it was, it was all about the relationships. You know, the reason why I think a lot of people have heartburn when they're looking at new leaders stepping into that role is that they don't have that personal connection. They don't have that trust in that person yet. You know, they don't see them as an authoritative figure in their life and as a person that they can trust with their careers and their families and such. And I thought it was just an awesome opportunity for you to say, okay, I can fix that. Like, Mm -hmm. I can work on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, how great is that as a leader 
you know, one of the challenges is that we face is that we often don't know what we don't know. And when you're trying to lead an organization, when you're trying to lead people, if you're not aware of where you're faulting, if you're not aware of the things that you can improve on, you could be on a completely different direction and path when you really just need to be over here on the other side, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And we put all this energy and effort into one thing, and we think that this is what's going to help us and going to make us a great leader and and help us with um, our, our growth as an organization, and we're going to make you know we're going to help people be loyal to us, and it's nothing of what they really need. Correct. Right. So I I, I know from personal experience, as painful as that was. It was an awesome opportunity for you to take ownership and things that will help you become the leader that these people and uh, future people will want to have at that helm. Yeah, and it, here's the thing. So you've you've done a really good job. We've talked about this before. You've done a really good job of giving me the authority in that space to be that leader, right? Yeah. But as a responsibility of that authority, you have to continue building those relationships. You yeah. know, and, sure. and those relationships, you can't just hand somebody a title and then tell everybody, hey, he's a leader now, follow him. Right. No, you have to build those relationships. And what I had realized is that there were people in our organization, no matter how many times I've, I've came to their aid or, or helped them out or coached them through something, we had not fully built that relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, there are also, on the flip side of that, there are also people who uh, I've built that relationship with. And they would throw themselves in front of a train for me. You know, sure. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm being metaphorical, but they would. Like, they, they would really step into it for me. Yeah. But I've built those relationships. Yeah. And what it made me realize is, hey, you've done a really good job in, in these relationships. There's some more that are lacking. And so one of the things that I, just, I decided before we got even home from that, that uh, retreat was I need to figure out how to make Stark Raving fans out of every single one of the agents in our office mm -hmm. because I want them willing to follow me. Yeah. Well, I think it's, once again, it's so good. And uh, I I know that was a painful time. I know it was a hard time for you. I know that, uh, uh, I know that you felt defeated in a sense mm -hmm. uh, because, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, once again, it wasn't because of lack of effort. It wasn't because you weren't showing up and working hard on the other, on so many other aspects. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, I know that as leaders, we can kind of go, sometimes we just throw our hands up in the air. You're like, oh my God, like, seriously, what else do you want from me? Like, sure. where am I going to fit that crap in? Right. But what it does is once again, it just gives us an opportunity to reprioritize the things, be more intentional with it and make sure that we do things that we know are going to make an even greater impact. And uh, t once again, I just go back to this, and I think it's so good for these these um, the listeners to hear this is that, you know, you have to be the one to put yourself out there. You mm -hmm. you have to be um, a little bit vulnerable with that. You also have to be capable of taking it so that they feel comfortable to have those 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 uh, um, those conversations, right? But I'll tell you this, uh, eventually it has to come in that relationship where they start to see the change. They start to, um, they, they, they start to build, um, trust in you and then you can start having even better conversations. Right. Mm -hmm. So like the first part of it is always like, okay, give me more, give me more. What does that look like? What, tell me more about that. Right. Give me more, give me more. But then when you have that authority, when you have that rapport and that trust for them, then you can start to go back to them with um, even more, you know, like I think even deeper mm -hmm. and even better responses like, 
okay, well, here's exactly what I'm doing. Help me improve on that. And are you really quite sure that's the sto- the real story, right? Yes. So you can really start to see like, where well, are you just bitching to bitch? Or are you really actually helping me improve this, right? Because I said this earlier to you before we started it is that, you know, people always look to point the finger at a person, not at the actual thing. Sure. Right. They want somebody to take responsibility for it. And you have to be able to understand, like, listen, no, no, no. Are you, are you really pointing it at me or is it really the thing, the situation, the issue that needs improvement, not necessarily what I'm doing or not doing? Yeah. You know, that's, and when you said that, it reminds me, you know, that uh, there's that old saying that, that, uh, success has many fathers and mm-hmm. failure is a bastard, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at that point for me in my career, I got to be the illegitimate father of all the failures, right? And, <laughs> right. and I'm telling you guys, if, if you are a leader in, in your organization and you're not willing to assume the responsibility of being that illegit- illegitimate father of all the failures, yeah. then you're not really leading that company. Because there are things that are going to go wrong in companies, and they're going to look to the leader and go, how did you fail us to allow this to happen? Yeah. Right now, I mean, and again, I'm, I'm saying all the failures, but it, in this particular instance, it was, hey, here's why we can't get to the next level, and it's James's fault. Now, I will tell you, I am much more comfortable watching him point fingers at you than I am having him pointed at me. Sure. And it's, but once you've done it, I'm okay with it now. I, yeah. I and honestly, I would, I would put it out there and I would say, hey, let's try that again. Yeah. I want to see where you're coming from. So. With that being said, you've got to put yourself in that vulnerable position. We use that word a lot, but we've got mm-hmm. to put ourselves in that position to where they can be open and honest with us. And and I'm going to tell you this, it would have been real easy for me to, to try to defend myself in yeah. that, but I knew I couldn't. Yeah. I had to just sit there and listen because it could have just turned into an, uh, a discussion and then they would have been not so comfortable telling me next time where I've come up short. Yeah. That's exactly right. Once again, you build that rapport because you are able to take that take that uh, uh, that hard conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will say this too: is you know, when you are when you know what you want to do, when you know, like when you are very clear and sure of you know your position and the the direction that you want to go as a leader, um, you can be more vulnerable with people. When mm-hmm. when you have strength and courage, when you when you know for certain that this is like. I am going to do whatever it takes to be the best leader that I possibly can be. You know, you can have that humility. And you and I know this personally because we know people that are in our lives that are, they do not have any humility. Mm-hmm. You know, we know people yeah. that cannot take any criticism. You know, we know leaders, really good leaders that will not take criticism because it's always somebody else's fault and they will make excuses for that and they will always deflect it, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you, so you, when you try to tell them the truth, they will not accept it, right? They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll give a reason of either why that's not the truth or no, 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 that's, that's, somebody, else's, you know, that's somebody else's problem, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys, you and I have experienced that. You bet. Yeah, we've, we've seen that time and time again to where, you know, and, and we always hope for the best for, for those leaders in, in our company. And we're like, man, you know what? One of these days, they're going to own that. They're yeah. going to shoulder that burden. And that's when we're going to see a real breakthrough. And we, we do a lot of that. And I got to tell you, at that leadership retreat, we, we saw some of that. You know, we saw people going, hey, I'm going to own this one, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to run with it. Those are, those are great, great moments. Unfortunately, they, they don't happen every day. You know, we right. just got to keep looking for them. Yeah, and you have to continue to keep building on them, too. And yeah. once again, it starts with the leader first, right? Sure. If you want to have a great leadership team, if you really want to have um, 
a good or a great organization that can be vulnerable with each other, it starts with you. You have to be the one to take the biggest criticism. You have to be the one where even if it isn't necessarily the truth, especially early on in the process, you have to be willing to take it. You got it. I, I, I'm just, I'm telling you, I've done this so many stinking times with organizations is that if you don't build that trust with people, they will never respect you. And they most certainly will never critique and criticize your leadership in front of you. And that's where the problems start. You know, one of the things that we hold true within our companies is that we don't gossip. Now, it doesn't mean that there's not any gossip, mm-hmm. but what we do is we 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 nip it in the butt, man. You like bet. when 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 that is a when that is uh, made aware to us, we go to the source. Mm-hmm. We have the hard conversation, right? You've had many conversations about that. We're dealing with people that have had past with other organizations, and they're coming here and they're like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I, man. I love the fact that you guys don't gossip," but they don't really understand what it means to do it in real life, right? Like, I love that nobody else gossips. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that we're actually pointing at them before we're pointing at anybody else, you right? I mean, that yeah. means you don't gossip. Mm-hmm. Everybody else doesn't either, but you personally do not gossip, and we will make sure that you don't do it, and we will correct, and we mm-hmm. will do it through love, and, uh, and we will do it through um, complete grace, but you will not be gossiping at this place. You got it, and, and that's just it. And so with that in mind, if and going back to that, if I had just totally come back over the top, you know, with those with those agents and and said, oh no, here's why I, I believe that's wrong, and here's why I don't agree with you, and here's here's the things I've done to build those relationships, and you're just wrong. Those conversations are still going to be had, Josh. Yeah, they're just not going to be had in front of us. Right, they're going to be had, you know, behind a closed door. They're going to be had outside of this building. They're still being had. So again, you've got to be willing as a leader of the company. You've got to be willing to ask. Hey, how do I change this? How do I make it better? How do I become a better leader? Right. And then you've got to be willing to hear what they have to say. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm once again, I, I make no um, uh, no guarantees that we don't have those types of issues within any of our companies. Our companies, we have human beings. You bet. Right. We have people that go through hard times and challenges. And I'll tell you what. You know, one of the things it's been interesting because we we recently had to deal with this, but I've told people. I, I constantly tell people when they come to our organizations that if you really don't strive for these principles that we hold dear, these things that we live out, these things that we embody, these things that we try to be really, really great at, right? Like it is going to be like coals burning on the top of your head. You got it. And I'm not kidding you. If you do not take Take the initiative and take it serious that, once again, we'll just go back to the gossip part of it. Mm -hmm. If that's not something that you want to embody, it is absolutely miserable at our companies. You bet it is. Because you will have hard conversations with not just our leader internal leadership, but you'll also have with other leadership and with our other um, independent contractors and our employees because they aspire to live the same way. You got it. Yeah, and that's and again, I think that's one of the things that truly sets us apart is we we give the people the authority to shut the gossip down. Now, yeah. again, it it you know it's not saying it never happens, but people are armed to deal with it when they're hearing about yeah. it. Yeah, and we give people the authority. You bet to do that. You bet. You know. So, all right, man. Well, I tell you what. You know, once again, as I've told you this many times, but to publicly let you know, I mean, just I was so proud of how you handled that. Um, you handled it with tremendous grace. Uh, with a lot of humility, and I know that you've improved from that. I know that you've taken that really, and and really, as as painful as some of those conversations were, but you really took the good things out of it. 
you know, you left the rest of it, you know, mm -hmm. it took you a little bit to make sure that you're not wounded, right? Because yeah. there, there were still some wounds, but you've been able to heal from that. And now you're using it in a, in a very proactive and positive way to help your leadership grow. And you're impacting um, our companies, all of the companies, to be honest with you, in a really great way, because they're seeing what great leadership looks like on a daily basis. Well, I, so. I do appreciate that. I mean, it, it's good to hear that. And, and yeah, it, it was difficult. But again, with the support of the rest of leadership, I mean, we're going to get through this. Yeah. yeah. Choose your heart, right? Yes. Ah, Scotty, I, I, I was talking about this on the last episode, and it was him and I that were talking about mm -hmm. this. So you got to choose your heart, man, because it's going to happen no matter what, right? Yep. All right, guys. Well, hey, appreciate you. I know this is, uh, is going to resonate with you or one of the people that you're leading, somebody that's maybe even in your family. I, I just implore you, just share this. Get this into their hands so they can uh, to see how important this is in their leadership and their growth. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.